Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your Indianapolis Colts are going to tell us a couple of things today, and chief among them, who remains on the concussion protocol. Yesterday, we found out that Mo Ali Cox practiced. He was limited. Quiddy Pay and Bernard Ryman both practiced full for the second straight day. Following the protocols of the past week with Ryan Kelly, we saw him practice all week, and then on Friday, we found out that he was activated off the protocol. Maybe we find that out today with Pay and with Bernard Ryman. That'd be a good thing. We'll talk about that a little bit. What's it mean? We'll talk about Gardner Minshew. Is he too smart to lose? What does that mean? That's the question. What's it mean, right? IU Michigan tomorrow at noon at the Big House. Indiana, 33 and a half point dog. Holy cow, is it possible for them to pull the upset tomorrow in Ann Arbor, we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, Liam McNeely is going to announce his decision. Is he going to attend and play basketball at Indiana or at Kansas? This would be a big get for the Hoosiers. How big? We'll talk about that, too. Chiefs won last night, and that means that Sean Payton this morning is going to wake up just a little more humble than he was yesterday. And that's a good thing. God has a way of smiting those who need smited. Who, those who need humility generally find it. That's karma. Sean Payton getting a big dose of karma after uh, insulting the living hell out of Nathaniel Hackett week after week after week. Maybe Sean Payton is being taught that he ain't so small at, smart after all either. Uh, Houston last night with a, a really thrilling win over West Virginia. And uh, Julian Blackman, we're going to talk to a little bit later today why you should be excited about that at 10 o'clock this morning. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday the 13th. Ooh, he's so spooky. Friday the 13th, 2014, or 14, 23. I was nine years off. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson, go fix your pipes up. That's what he does. You need maybe a home improvement plumbing project. You want some kind of bathroom fixture? He does that too. Give him a call, 765-610-8809. Best plumber who's ever been in this house, I can tell you that. Subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to Two Big Brains. Both send me a DM on IG, Facebook, or FB, or X. You will be entered to win the jersey that is going to be delivered today at the front door. We will reveal the uh, jersey today and who autographed it. I would assume that the autograph 
will, will be that of the person whose jersey it is. And then we want another auction. That'll be delivered next Tuesday. We will have the reveal, and then we will give that away later next week. Bam! Let's talk about sports, shall we? Make sure and like this video. It's the polite thing to do. Who's your hospitality and all that? And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. No big whoop. I'll get the comment. We'll read the comment. We'll discuss. It's what we do. All right. Uh, things we found out yesterday. Uh, Quiddy Pay and Bernard Ryman both practicing full yesterday, and that's a good thing. So today they're going to be examined by the independent neurologist, and they're either going to be activated or they're going to be maintained in concussion protocol. You never know with the head. So we're hoping that they are both activated because it's all hands on deck. This game against the Jacksonville Jaguars is humongous. Jaguars a four-point favorite, which means roughly people see them in a similar way. Three points to the home team, three points to Jacksonville. So that means they're about one point better, and, and that's about right. This game is huge because both of these teams are tied at 3-2 and two atop the AFC South, and the winner, if it's Jacksonville, they're going to take a one-game lead in the division, and they're going to secure the tiebreaker if the Colts and the Jaguars wind up being tied atop the AFC South. If the Colts win, they're one game clear, and they split the season series 1-1, so no tiebreaker at least there. This big for the Colts. This is kind of a two-game swing, right? In fact, more. It's kind of a three-game swing. So you put yourself behind the eight ball if you're the Colts and you lose this game. If you win this game, you put yourself in a really superior position because coming up, you've got games that are absolutely winnable. You've got, uh, you got the Browns, you've got the Saints, you've got the Patriots, and you've got the Panthers. None of these teams playing good football. They're kind of beating the hell out of each other. The, Paints, the Saints just beat the Patriots. This is, and beat them badly, this kind of a stretch after this Sunday, a stretch of the season where the Colts can make some hay, Anthony Richardson or no. Gardner Minshew is interesting in many ways, but he's interesting in this way. Thank you, Big J, for the donation. Should we trade for Judy? Absolutely not, under no circumstance. Do you trade for Judy? No, no, and they won't. I feel I feel okay with these guys. I feel good with Pittman, Pierce, and Downs. I know I'm. That's not a majority opinion, but I think Pierce is going to show himself a little bit. I think Pierce he was okay last year. I think with Minshew he's going to be a little bit better. He's not going to get the deep ball, but they're going to adjust his routes, and I think he's going to get busier as a result. Minshew is a guy who is too smart to lose. That doesn't mean that the Colts won't lose with Gardner Minshew as a quarterback. What it does mean is that up here in Gambicha, he ain't going to have a brain fart that costs you a game. He is going to make the right decision at the right time relentlessly. If the Colts lose and it's because of Minshew, it's going to be physical limitations that cause him a problem. But this is a guy that Shane Steichen absolutely trusts. They know what he does well. They know how to put him in a position to do what he does well. And as a result, the Colts, they got a shot to win. This isn't like, oh, Anthony Richards hurt, folded up. Now, I, I'm not one of those who believes that Gardner Minshew gives you a better chance to win than Anthony Richardson. That's ridiculous. That just doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand how people who know anything about football could say such a thing. 
to be honest, because what Anthony Richardson does, his presence forces a defense to not sell out against anything. What do you take away when you've got Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor, Anthony Richardson, Michael Pittman Jr., Kylan Granson, Josh Downs? What do you take away? The, the question is, you've got to play honest against everybody. That's what you have to do. Against Minshew, not so much. Minshew is kind of like Matt Ryan in the sense that as you scheme against him, you compact everything because he can't throw the deep ball. That's not what this offense is going to be. So you can bring people in. And, and with Richardson, you had the threat always of him tucking and running. And the threat of him tucking and running forced people to play honest with Zach Moss. That helped Zach Moss a lot last week, especially against the Titans, because who are you going to take away? In this game, what do you take away? You take away the running back, no matter who that is. Jonathan Taylor or Zach Moss, you take that guy away, and you make Gardner Minshew beat you. Gardner Minshew doesn't have the physical tools that can carry the Colts to a win, but he also has, like I said, the intellectual tools that will not allow him to get you beat intellectually, making decisions. Christopher uh, Rotoski says, this isn't Reich's Colts. Steichen has brought a new attitude uh, to our team, especially our line on both sides of the ball. We will get the job done Sunday. I completely agree with that. I think Steichen has been an absolute breath of fresh air, that he has built trust within the team. The team believes in the scheme and that Shane Steichen is going to give them a really good chance to win. That was not the case with Frank Reich in previous years. It just wasn't. I, I think they won in spite of Reich. And I think that they win because of Steichen in, in a lot of senses. And don't discount the effect that Tony Sperano Jr. is having on that offensive line. This is a, a much more bonded offensive line. These guys are there for each other. This has been kind of a great renaissance for that offensive line. The defensive line, those guys in the middle, DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, playing their asses off. You got to get to the quarterback. And that means Samson Ekebaum, who is playing really, really well, and Quiddy Pay. they got a ball out. They absolutely do. Give me a moment here. had to check something. I wig out. Once I make a mistake once, I wig out about future mistakes. I had to make sure I didn't make one there. We won't go into what it is. Um, the uh, Colts, here are some reasons to believe. They just ended a five-game losing streak against the Titans, right? Now, we know that the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014, but they also hadn't won at home last until last week in their last seven games. So this is a team not unfamiliar with ending streaks. That is a good thing. Jalen Jones and Juju Brents playing well. And I want to mention that at 10 o'clock this morning, uh, a conversation that Julian Blackman and I had yesterday, we'll put that out. It was awesome. I love talking to Julian Blackman. I can't believe I only talked to him for like seven minutes. Usually it's a four-minute deal talking to guys. Julian Blackman, I could have talked to for an hour. He's just a great dude. Uh, 14 TJM says, what went wrong with the previous O-line coach? That's a good question. Nobody's really talking about Chris Strasser. 
and what went wrong with Strasser. Now, he's the offensive line coach, I believe, for the uh, Texans. So um, I think that technically he taught some interesting things. But as far as building uh, an esprit de corps, an enthusiasm for the game, I think he was lacking a little bit. Um, IU Michigan, that game tomorrow at noon on Fox. Does Indiana have a chance? They are 33 and a half point dogs. Could they win this thing? No, there's no chance. Here's the problem with analytics. Analytics at ESPN.com, they say that the, the Hoosiers have a 3.4% chance of winning that game. Anybody who's followed Indiana football understands they have a 0% chance of winning that game. None. Analytics tell you that the impossible is somehow possible because with math, nothing is impossible. Going up to Ann Arbor tomorrow and winning that game is utterly impossible. Completely, substantially, totally impossible. It cannot be done. And don't, you can't tell me, Rod Carey might be the nicest man in the world and, and the biggest brained offensive mind in the history of the game of football. But his replacement of Walt Bell is not going to cause a complete turnaround of this team to where they can beat one of the best defensive teams in college football in their place, in a place where they have not lost Indiana since 1967. Good heavens. No, Indiana can't win. And that ESPN, like with their 3.4% chance, gives Indiana fans hope. Shame on them. You got to go into that game with no hope whatsoever. Zero. We're going to watch. We're going to, like, root for Indiana to make take this from a 60-minute game to a 45-minute game to a 30-minute game to a 15-minute game. But we know that the train is going to come off the track at some point and crash, crash into a ditch. It's going to be like the fugitive with Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford. The train is going to... That's Indiana football. It's not going to suddenly stop being Indiana football because math says they have a 1-33 in chance of winning that game. Liam McNeely, he is two days away from becoming a Hoosier or becoming a Jayhawk. We'll see which. I, I'm having a lot of trouble ginning up a bunch of enthusiasm for this recruiting business and who they get and who they don't get. But McNeely, he would be the fourth highest rated recruit in the history of Indiana basketball, right behind Romeo Langford, Mackenzie Mbaco, and Noah Vonley, just ahead of Cody Zeller, Jalen Hudshafino, and Christian Lander. Christian Lander, kind of exhibit A for the prosecution in making the case that recruiting ratings are just stupid. That's the way it is. Uh, Chiefs won last night 19-8. to That earned or covered the 10.5 and, and continued Sean Payton's humility tour, which is just awesome. You've got to be a humble human being. If you're arrogant, it's going to cost you at some point. You are going to be shown the error of your ways and that is what Sean Payton is right in the middle of. The Broncos now 1-5. They are not competitive. They weren't competitive last night. A late touchdown and two-point conversion gave them the 8. The Chiefs dominated. They should have won by double that score. I don't know why they didn't. Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes were really, really good. Uh, Kelsey 
nine catches, 124 yards. Uh, Russell Wilson, wow, he just can't play. That might be the worst trade in the history of trade. Seahawks to the Broncos. Uh, Wilson last night, 13-22 for 95 yards, one touchdown and two picks. Julian Blackman today at 10, just awesome. Uh, he's an interesting guy, unique, great sense of humor, interesting athlete, talks about being a, a high-end athlete, loved talking to uh, uh, to him, just great, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, birthdays being celebrated today, Mark Quinn, Tim Wilkerson, the great Lori Cantillo, a Chicago radio legend, the great Orly Knutson, the humdrum Norseman, uh, Doug Hall, Nate Miller, Andy Hutter, and the great J.D. Hamill celebrating a birthday, the great Andy Hunter. Today's your birthday. You celebrate like, like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, we're talking to the players. We're talking to Shane Steichen. We've, uh, we're going to release the Julian Blackman conversation I had yesterday. We'll do Inside Indiana Sports Now. Can't wait to talk to you. Make sure and watch yesterday's Two Big Brains. It was huge. It was be- like our two brains should be capable of doing great things. If you got brains this size, physically this size, huge. Look at this head. Size seven and a half at least, maybe five eights. Dan, size eight. You put together two guys with a combined size, almost 16. You know you're going to get greatness. So watch Two Big Brains and subscribe.